In the rapidly changing world, healthcare needs are constantly evolving and clinicians need to find new ways to deliver care. And often the best way to do that is by looking back. Without Marie Curie, there would be no pioneering improvements to medical imaging today. If Edward Jenner didn't inoculate a 13-year-old with cowpox, there wouldn't even be a space for Professor Ian Fraser's cervical cancer vaccine. Our clinicians are standing on the shoulders of those who came before them, learning, growing and advancing. Hindsight isn't 2020. It's our future. Queensland, and Australia more broadly, relies heavily on the hard-working people living in rural and remote areas. While there is a large population in these areas, the challenge remains to provide equitable access and care to those living in small towns. We invited four projects from rural and remote areas to share how they are meeting the specific needs of their community and helping to overcome the tyranny of distance. Rural and remote towns inherently foster a sense of community. And in Mackay, David Parlow and his team have used this to help address obesity. From partnering with community organisations and a sense of shared accountability, Let's Shape Up is having a major impact on the health of their community. This talk today, actually, we probably should have changed it to wellness because even though it was targeting initially obesity, diabetes, it's all about actually wellness and chronic disease. We're faced with a tsunami of chronic disease and it seems to be pushed around as who should look after it. Federal government, state government, primary healthcare network and uh, we're not winning the battle. What we're going to show you today is we've got something that we think is reasonably innovative it's really just maximising what's already out there in the community. It's based on changing human behaviour. How do you really change human behaviour? In fact, some of the research in social inclusion theory and behavioural psychology gives you some clues towards it. And this is all based really on tribes. And the reason I asked, do you look after staff? What is a tribe? In fact, it can be, a tribe can be as small as a family. Tribal influencer in a family might not be mum and dad. It could be the son, it could be the daughter. And then your tribe, the group here under John Wakefield, Queensland Health, he's a tribal leader. You also have tribes, country towns, bigger cities, state versus state, Australia as a country versus others. Think of the passion and the behaviour of the Indians in cricket. It's almost a religion rather than a game. So trying to understand what makes people change. You've got all the internet, all the opportunities, all the information there, why don't people change? Just a few statistics. Of course you've got data, 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 data. When it comes to population health data, it's really tough. Across all communities we know there's a rate of Obesity, there's a rate of people being overweight. So we're trying to make some form of attempt in the Mackay 
community to make a difference. Clinical Excellence Queensland kindly funded some money some time ago to see if we could make a difference. We thought about this originally in uh, probably back in 2016. We've been working on this a couple of years. Have we made a difference? No, not at this point, because it takes a long time to change the community. We actually had the Daily Mercury, which is the Mackay paper, on Tuesday release an article. And page five, it says, Mackay's shame. We sort of hit the highlights again. There's an AMA survey, and AMA put some data out that really showed that uh, we need to do something. Ironically, the AMA surveyed all the doctors, GPs, and 90% of GPs said they don't believe the patients really listen to them. I was a GP for seven years. In fact, when I look back at my success rate of changing people's behaviour around chronic disease, it was probably, probably right. Part of this project, nutritionists that work with us also said the same. So how do we make a difference? This is the McLean Institute Research Innovation. I won't focus on that. This project is part of what we're trying to build at Mackay. What we're really doing is trying to really awaken the community to say, hang on, we've got a problem. We can't expect the government to fix everything. We can't expect doctors to fix everything nutritionists to fix everything. In fact, the evidence is that if you get a tribe on side, it's a tribal influencer that can make the difference. So our job is really to awaken the tribal leaders of the community. Um, we empower them, we activate, and we provide support. And I'll explain it a little further. This is really our main slide and it really sums up what we're doing. You don't start a project with, without first looking at global evidence. And around the globe even, there's not a lot of evidence of tribal behaviour being used to influence the tribe's behaviour. On the right-hand side there, you will see tribal leaders on the x-axis, interventions on the right. What this is, is that we go to all the tribal leaders and say, in our community we have all of these existing interventions and why don't you select one of the interventions or multiple thereof or in fact even have competition between the various tribes. And so in the centre of that, with multiple interventions, multiple choices, there's a choice for everybody. Who likes going for a walk in the morning? Okay, a lot. Who likes swimming, rowing, gymnasium? Who's wearing, who's game enough to admit they've got a Fitbit? Actually, you can all go now because we don't need to do any more with you. If you see on the global evidence, where we look at projects that already have that evidence. And one quick example is in childhood diabetes in, in the UK where five-year program and they got a 10% reduction in obesity. Remarkable. So, Rob, Rob, do you want to stand up for a second? So Rob Simpson's our project person. He's the one who goes between the tribes. So we find evidence. Rob's job is to go to the education department and speak to the tribal leader and take to them an evidence-based program. We're not designing these. And so why don't you try this? It worked in the UK. 
I'd also like you to just take a note and look up, not now, so it doesn't distract the talk, Fixing Dad. Just Google Fixing Dad, three-minute summary, it's a family that fixes a family. Have a look at it. Now our dot points. This is our partners as well. My Health for Life, the ones with an asterisk here, already funded by Queensland Health, under Jeanette Young. They've been wrapped up into um, Health and Wellness Queensland now. So My Health for Life is a great program, but what we've done with our tribal activation is we've got lots of people, in fact, triple the rate of anywhere else in Queensland to go through their program. Heart Foundation in Mackay, there's 450 ladies have a walk on a Sunday morning. They've also loved Let's Shape Up because it contributes to their numbers. Mackay Regional Council, uh, Try the Five, they've got a number of uh, programs that we also help promote. Deadly Choices. When we first came with the term tribe, I was told that was politically incorrect. There'd be some offence taken to it. Being from the country, we're not really politically correct. But we did go to Trudy Sebastio, who's one of the tribal leaders, or the mob leaders, and she laughed and said they don't use the word mob. So we have a program with them, and it's called Inspire Your Mob. Cutters, football teams, Jamie Oliver's Ministry for Food, North Queensland Primary Healthcare Network sponsored that. Workplaces, Toll, Wilmar Sugar, they're screaming out for support. What we tend to do is go to the workplace, do risk assessments, do a haemoglobin A1C, and you're surprised what you find. And we encourage the tribes to compete. I went to my CEO and said, why don't you challenge the CEO at Central Queensland? Health department versus health department for 10,000 steps. Another great program. Central Queensland University. We didn't design it, we just helped activate it. Maybe we get John Wakefield to challenge New South Wales, Victoria in a step off. Pledge partners. Again, you can't do this without all of the people. So we're not spending money necessarily designing new things. And at the start, our main partners were Mackay City Council, Primary Healthcare Network, Mackay Hospital and Health Service. Three of the dominant players in any community. And our others, Veggies Unlimited, free food, showing how kids at school, perhaps what they should be eating. We've got here the Indigenous, the Giridella tribe, which are, are very, very happy about the program. We have an evaluation done by Ernst & Young and also Oshi, just saying your seed funding seems to be working, find some more money. The theme of this conference learning from the past. So we didn't start off with a complete implementation plan. We grew this organically and it's changed over time. And this is where it's going from learning from the past, data, data, data. We did not have good measurements. And so we engaged Crondall Consulting, which is the previous Chief Health Officer's epidemiologist who wrote most of the reports. Brilliant, we've now got 53 measures across tribal activity and population data. The other thing we didn't have is a digital engine to drive all of this. So we've been working with a company called Spring Day, who have the contract with Virgin, and that will be the engine that drives the coordination between the tribes and the interventions. Thank you very much.
As always, thank you for listening to our podcast and taking the time to learn about the wonderful work of Queensland's frontline clinicians. To continue the conversation, head on over to Facebook and let us know of any pockets of excellence you think deserve to be showcased. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Clinical Excellence Queensland.